Hey, welcome. You're listening to the Leader Like You podcast to inspire and help you get more of what you want more of the time with less hassle, less resistance, and more buy-in in all areas of your life. My name is Robert Kahn, coach, trainer, and consultant, also the creator of the Leader Like You method. I'm sitting down to bring you my thoughts and ideas and the lessons learned along the way and how to make a positive impact wherever you go. A couple of years ago, I was sitting in a conference room getting ready for a coaching session with one of my coaches. She came in, she sat down and looked at me with what I interpret as dejected, sad, exasperated look. And then she made the sound that one hears when a truck lets the air out of its brakes. It sounded like this. So I said, what's the matter? Well, she said, there goes my promotion. Hmm. Oh my goodness. What's going on? Well, she said, you didn't know. You haven't heard. And I said, no, I don't know what's going on. She said, my boss got a promotion. And he's moving to Beijing. As a matter of fact, he's practically there already. Oh, okay. So I said, no. So how does the fact that your boss is moving to Beijing affect you? And what causes you to think that you're not getting your promotion because of your boss moving to Beijing? Then she said, well, reason being, I was expecting he was going to support me at the future calibration session coming up with when they put 50 people together and then decide who are the ones, the twos, the threes, the fours, the five. Now, he knows me. He could defend me. I didn't want to just get a three out of five, which meant I'm an on-target performer. He could defend me getting a four out of five, which means I'm an above-average performer. He knows how to defend me, which means I'd probably get the ensuing promotion. So she said, now I got newbie leader who's not familiar with his organization, just started. My boss has already moved to Beijing and I'm facing newbie leader who needs my, whom I need to support me at the calibration session coming up in two months. And I don't think she's going to do a very good job because she doesn't know the great work I've done this year and she doesn't know anything about this organization. Boy, I said, that sounds like a tricky situation. And I remember saying something like this, Samantha, tell me, what's the status of your logbook? Oh, she said, oh yeah, yeah, we talked about that logbook thing. Though I never really started it because I never thought it was necessary and it was just a waste of time because my boss really knew me and, you know, he could substantiate what I was doing. Though she said, hmm, it's now taken on new meaning. We then agreed that she would go off and create her logbook. Now, let's stop to talk about logbooks. The logbook is what ships use to track data, progress, course, wind speed, temperature, numbers of containers, bunker fill consumption. They usually make their entries every night. So if you want to look at a voyage, you look at the logbook. If it's valid for seafarers, because it has facts, it could be valid for us in offices and places where we need to substantiate what we're doing. Logbooks are great because they allow a systematized approach, which allows rapid recall. Logbooks are an opportunity to gather facts and figures. Now, there's a problem because we have a logbook here in our memory. 
Though our memory can usually only get go back a couple of weeks, meaning recency is a problem. Past the recency, nobody can remember things. Now, imagine you're at your work, sitting in your workplace. You get an instant message from the new HR person inviting you up to their office because they're doing an HR review of everybody on the teams. And the message that pings up on your screen, bing, says, hey, Robbie, come up in the next 20 minutes. Show me what your people have been doing over the last 12 months. What are their strengths? What are the development points? What are the key performance metrics? What are the indicators? What are they working on? What's in their development plan? Most people would not have that in 20 minutes. Though with a logbook, you'd be ready to go up and do it, providing a complete review and overview of your people. And you just ask, who do you want to see? So if you don't do logbooks, what that means is you don't have a systematized factual approach to your people. Now, my encouragement is log your own performance for your leader with what's going well and a section for key accomplishments, a section for improvement items, what you want to do more of, less of or differently in the future. And then encourage your people to log themselves with you adding elements from time to time. Though the onus is clearly on them. And you'll never have to face the problems with the recency effect again. Reconstructing a whole year, not a problem. So back to the woman I was coaching, Samantha, whose boss moved to Beijing. She came in two weeks later <clears throat> with a large tome and placed it on the table and said, I have worked so hard on this logbook and I've actually walked my new leader through it. And she really understands what I'm doing. She understands why I'm doing it. She understands how I'm doing it. She's also started coaching me on some things and we've looped in my former boss in Beijing. He explained what I was doing up until now. She's pretty confident that in the calibration session coming up that she can help me get the four and put in for the promotion for me. And she's looking forward to helping me get that performance rating I wanted. So here we are, the beginning of the year, 2021, a great time to start logging. Though you can start logging anytime, even if you do it in June, July, August. One important element, only write in logbooks things that you wouldn't mind being printed in a newspaper. You don't want to write down interpretations and untruths and assumptions about people. Write down facts. Brought in the project on time. Save 20%. Demonstrated turnaround in this industry. Increase sales 5%. And then... Add the thing in that people are working on, their development plans, their qualitative and their quantitative development. So at the start of the year, this is the perfect time to kick off logbooks and encourage your people to log themselves. What it means is that any point in time, you can systematically substantiate what your people are working on and how they're working, and you can do the same for your boss as well. You owe it to your people to do this. It's in their interest and in your interest as a leader to do this for your talents. With that in mind, I'd be very curious to hear how you use your logbook, what form it takes, how often you use it. Do you use Excel? Do you use online tools such as OneNote? Some people use shared files. Some people use emails back and forth. Whatever you do that you can access that systematizes the thinking, the learning, and the tracking. So do it often, do it regularly, 
discuss it with your people, and bring it into your one-on-one coaching sessions. I'd love to hear your questions, comments, and discoveries about logbooks. And with that, be leader-like. Be successful by design, not by chance, through conscious responses instead of unconscious reactions. Enjoy the logbooks. Thank you. You've reached the end of another episode of the Leader Like You podcast. Connect with us at leaderlikeyou.com. And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list to receive the newsletter and our free materials. See you at the next episode.